Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Great to have you with me. I suppose it is a sign of our times that I feel compelled to talk in this podcast about the ideology of white supremacy. You, I've got to tell you that in my entire life, I didn't think I would ever have to address this foolish, unsound idea. It, 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 was, it was something held by fringe people. It was something, in my opinion, that was held by people who were just looking for some reason to feel better about themselves, who felt themselves oppressed, who felt themselves marginalized. And so they reached for some silly idea that had no basis in fact, history, or science, and they just decided to believe it. I'm reminded of, a, of an episode I saw once of the Phil Donahue show, and he, he got an actor to come on, and he presented him like an expert who had concluded that people with blue eyes were inferior. And before this guy was done, before the show was done, they actually had people arguing and fighting and contending against each other in the audience, between uh, divided between those who had blue eyes and those who had green or, or brown or other color eyes. And it got heated. It almost got physical at one point. And of course, the whole thing was completely made up. There's no basis for that whatsoever. But it, it, within one a one-hour show, which means about 45 minutes on the air, Donahue and his actor were able to convince people that blue-eyed people should be in some way oppressed and marginalized. That's how much sense white supremacy makes to me. So let me dive into this a little bit. Let me just offer some, some thoughts and, and make sure we make some things clear. And again, I do this whole thing happily, happy to do it in the sense of communicating information, but just disgusted that it's even necessary. And of course, the reason that I feel the need is just this past week, a 19-year-old white supremacist in California shot up a Jewish synagogue on the last day of Passover. And of course, I'm just grieved by that. But I'll come back to a few facts about that before I'm done. The, the, the aspect of white supremacist thinking that bothers me the most is that it often is claimed to be biblical, that it comes from a Christian worldview, that it grows organically from scripture. This is absolutely not true. You know, it's kind of comical to me because if you look at all the people, individuals and people groups in the Bible, the vast majority of them are non-white. Uh, in fact, in the New Testament, the largest group of people, the people most commonly referred to who might have been of white skin, uh, frankly, not as white as we think of today in the U.S., but, but would have leaned that way, were the enemies. It was the Roman Empire. It was the Italians uh, who, 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 of course, were populated and led the Roman Empire. Um, you have some mentions of Gaul. You have some leanings toward Europe. But in the New Testament documents, you don't have that. That's not very prominent. So the vast majority of people are Africans or they're, they're in the, from the land of Israel, Palestine, the, the Arab regions. You, you know what I'm speaking of. And they're, they're non-white. And so to, make, to say you can make a case for white supremacy from Scripture is just silly. And by the way, if you're talking, some people want to talk about the, the descendants of the sons of Noah and how they divide into three distinct people groups and so on, and, and, and how the darker-skinned ones would, would serve their brothers and so on. That, that, first of all, all of that is abrogated in the New Testament. And second of all, we don't know anything about skin color. 
We don't know anything about the skin color of these three sons. Uh, and so to, to turn that into a race uh, designation, to turn that into some kind of ascendancy for white Europeans is just silly. Now, number two, uh, history does not support the idea that whites are alone superior. There have been, and this is really, it's based on historical ignorance. If you can consider the entire scope of history, um, there, there have been massive and highly developed, sophisticated civilizations in, in many, many, many non-white cultures. It's a kind of historical myopia, um, a kind of a thinking only in recent terms to even, even suggest that other cultures, other skin colors, other ethnicities, other races than just European whites have accomplished anything. The sophisticated civilizations that were in Africa, the sophisticated civilizations in Asia, stunning accomplishments, stunning scientific achievements. Um, Arabia, um, a stunning scientific and astronomical achievements and what have you. Um, it's just not true. Now, there's been great advancement for Europe and for um, the, the child of Europe, uh, United States and Canada, etc., uh, since in recent history. History, but not to the exclusion of everyone else, uh, and and so it's it's a it's a it's just a historical lie. It's just ridiculous. The thing that really gets me lit up, number three, about this view is that normally it's a view by people who haven't been harmed in any way by non-whites. This night, I, can, I I don't know this nineteen-year-old young man's story, the one who did the shooting out in uh, in the synagogue in California this past week. I don't know everything about his story. I'm willing to bet that he's like almost everybody else who goes around anti-Semitic and and white supremacist. I bet that he's never been wronged by a Jew at all. I bet a Jewish person has meant nothing but good in his life, in the sense that uh, Jews do good things and finance do good things and develop do good things and developing new products. You should just look at a list sometime of the new products and new innovations and new trademarks coming out of Israel. Stunning. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a silly ideology. It's, a, it's an evil ideology. And yet most of the folks go around talking about white supremacy and how people of dark skin are going to displace them and, and what have you are, have never been affected by it. This 19-year-old, I'm, I'm willing to bet, that this man has never had, had never even been wronged or crossed by a Jewish person. In fact, probably, whether he knows it or not, his life has been improved by the presence of Jews on the earth. And that's just because of what they produce and how they achieve and how they innovate and how creative a, a, a people they are. Every people group's got its various gifts and innovation and technological create, uh, innovation and so on just happens to be something that the, the, the Jews, for whatever reason, excel in, certainly in the culture of of, uh, of Israel today. It's a stunning thing and it's well documented. So I'm not taking the opposite view <laughs> of white supremacy, which is that Jews are the supremacists. No, I'm just saying every, every people group's got its gifts. And I bet this young man's life is actually improved um, by the presence of Jews in the world. It's the same thing I would say about blacks. I've given a number of talks in which I've listed the developments, the innovations, the, the things created by black scientists, the, the uh, surgery on eyes and technological products, even down to potato chips. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Uh, if you've ever had a blood trans transfusion, thank a black man. If you've ever uh, done anything with the blood bank, thank a black man. I could, if you've used a crock pot, for heaven's sakes, thank a black man. He, he created it. 
I could go on and on. And so we have lots to be grateful for for every race. What's stunning about white supremacists is that normally these are people who feel marginalized for other reasons, and then they choose race as the thing to be upset about. But I want to say something else that uh, that I think we all need to keep in mind, and that is that it's very possible, should the human race last centuries more, that pure white, if there is anything like pure white skin or pure white ethnicity um, or pure white skin, pure white uh, European uh, stock, um, will, will not survive in its present form. Uh, and, and my point is, why, why do we care? Some geneticists say that the white gene is recessive. Um, you can look around the world and you can tell that most people in the world are not white. Um, intermarriage, uh, intercultural, cultural interactions, intermarriage, and so on, means there's just becoming a blend. And that blend does not tend to stay pure white skin. And my point is, what? why do we care? What difference does it make? What difference does it make? What would we care? I have slightly darker skin uh, than most people. Uh, people often ask me what my ethnicity is. I want to say to you, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm essentially a Caucasian, um, but I have darker skin than most, probably have either Native American or, or Spanish heritage of some sort that gives me that darker skin. What difference does it make? I'm neither better or lesser than anyone else. And most people can't even figure out what I am. In fact, in, I don't, this will sound insulting almost. And at one stage in my life, I was in the sun in the Middle East for months. And um, at a certain point, somebody actually asked me if I was, if my, one of my parents was black. Again, what do we care? What do we care? What difference does it make? White supremacy is a lie. It's an excuse people use who feel marginalized or diminished for other reasons to somehow assert their ascendancy. And it's absurd. It's a lie biblically. It's a lie historically. It's a lie genetically. Uh, it's a lie in almost every sense. And what's, what puts the biggest lie to it is that, I, again, I'm willing to bet that most of those who claim white supremacy have never been harmed by anybody of color or any, anybody who's Jewish. It's just a demonic philosophy intended to do harm in the world. Now, I'd like for those of you, many of you are sitting here listening to this, and with me, you just think, I would never believe such a thing. I agree with what he's saying. Let's move on. Well, we can't move on. I wish I could. I wish I didn't even have to record this podcast on this topic uh, because I wish this issue was not even present in our culture, but it is. So we've got to be intentional. Don't assume that your children think a certain way. Talk to them about it. Don't assume that the people you know uh, think a certain way. Talk to them about it. Be a change agent. Bring this up. Talk about these things. Talk about other cultures. Travel a bit, of course. Reach across ethnic lines and friendships. Um, be intentional about this. Apparently, in very privileged, wealthy America, we have a rising white supremacist movement, largely among young, white, privileged males. Can you believe it? And it's doing a great deal of damage. So all of us are going to have to take responsibility for that, and especially those of us who are white. And we're going to have to make sure that as far as we have reach, as far as we have influence, that this thinking is challenged. We'll talk about this more in future podcasts, but go make a difference on this topic in the world. Let's stamp this stupid, demonic, evil, destructive idea out of our generation. 
Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.